Welcome back to Meet the 618. Southern Illinois is on a precipice of something great. It's all about aligning the right puzzle pieces and putting that picture together. SI Now, a Southern Illinois success initiative, will be the key architects to make sure that puzzle is getting completed the right way. I talked with SIH System Director of Business and Economic Development, Sarah Gray, and Jennifer Olson, who is the Economic Development Director of the Greater Egypt Regional Planning and Development Commission. I talked to them about SI Now and what makes Southern Illinois the place to develop new businesses and the destination for people to move to. This is Meet the 618. Welcome back to the 618, and I am here with Sarah Gray and Jennifer Olson. Sarah Gray is the Business and Economic Director for SIH, and she also facilitates the SI Now Initiative, and Jennifer Olson, the SI Now Co-Chair for the Marketing Task Force, as well as the Economic Development Director for Greater Egypt. So, ladies, what was the thought process of why SI Now was created? SI Now was created to serve as a regional economic development hub and unified voice for the 17 southern counties of Illinois and to really advance our region as a great place to live, work, and do business. Uh, one of the key ideas behind SI Now is the idea that a, a rising tide raises all boats. And to overcome some of the barriers we've had in the past of some of the competitive rivalries among um, the cities and municipalities in Southern Illinois, and to unify behind the idea that a win anywhere in Southern Illinois is a win for all of us. So Jennifer, let me ask you this, what is the message to people outside of Southern Illinois to come to Southern Illinois? So I guess I would start with 14% lower cost of living is a good uh, starting place. And certainly we have the natural beauty uh, surrounding us with the vast number of state and national parks. Um, we have plenty of recreation, great schools. And I think the part that surprises people is the number of unique businesses that are here. Um, when we talk with our counterparts at SIU, we talk a lot about how do we retain the talent especially as they strive to grow enrollment with local Southern Illinois students. Well, that's awesome. We love it. But how do we keep them here after they graduate? And part of that is just creating an awareness of what companies are even here to go to work for. So there's some things you can do with internships and shadowing and touring, um, just so that uh, whether it's somebody graduating high school, community college, trade school, certification or a four, six, eight year degree, whatever it is, we need them to know what's here for them afterwards. Sarah, what have been some of the challenges you've seen in creating SI Now? I think that um, kind of going back again to some of the um, historical um, competitive uh, competition among um, the cities, that's something that I think we have largely overcome. Um, and it's just been an awesome experience to work with leaders across Southern Illinois who are so willing and excited to work together towards our common goals. Um, there was a major pandemic in 2020. How has that shaped SI now? What have been some of the things that 
you've seen positive in terms of the pandemic and this initiative versus um, what are some of the challenges you had to overcome with this pandemic in creating this initiative? That's a great question. And I think that we are really well positioned in this post-pandemic era to uh, articulate even more clearly why Southern Illinois is a great place to live or to start a business. Um, in the height of the pandemic, people living in urban areas were, you know, maybe stuck in their high-rise apartment, unable to, you know, get out, have um, any sort of space from one another. And here in Southern Illinois, that is just the the total opposite. You have so much natural beauty, lots of space, yards. Um, land available, as Jennifer mentioned, for a much lower cost than in other places. And just the um, turn and tide of um, of being able to work from home and not needing to go into the office for work um, positions us really well to attract people who are able to work remotely and, and live in Southern Illinois. Uh, Jennifer, do you have anything to bounce off that? Well, I just think what's been inspiring is the number of uh, business owners and managers who, while they weren't at full capacity working in their business, they were working on their business. And we really saw a lot of cooperation where businesses were helping other businesses. Mm -hmm. Let me help you with e-commerce. Let me help you with your social media. Some of these companies, you know, and you can go right to your former guests, William Lowe and Southern Mm -hmm. Eats, you know, people would say those are competitors. Why are they helping each other? Mm -hmm. Well, you know, people really stepped up and showed a spirit of community. And I think that is just another asset for Southern Illinois is that I think we do care about the success of others. Um, Bouncing off of that. What has been some of the reaction inside Southern Illinois of this initiative, Jennifer? So I, I'll just kind of go off of Sarah's, um, you know, rising tides lift all boats. And I think there's really two additional pieces to that. I think rising tides raise seaworthy boats. So we have to get ourselves seaworthy so that when the economy returns, we're ready. So seaworthy might be we we need more broadband. Well, we have to identify that problem and get funding. It might be we need more workforce. We have to identify that and get the right training to put people to work. So I think there's a positive movement coming out of Southern Illinois now or SI now about how do we be more seaworthy. And then most inspiring is now your boat's ready or we're getting there where we're patching holes we're doing what we need to do to get the barnacles off. Mm-hmm. We all have those barnacles, right? And so now we are oars in the water with all the people on the master at-large committee and all the task force, and people are starting to row together. They're not dragging their oar. They're not questioning the path or riding their own compass. They're rowing together, and they know it's a slow row, and they know that things take time. but you know, our boats head in the right direction. Now, Sarah, what has been some of the role of some of the educational um, facilities in Southern Illinois? We're talking um, Johnny Logan, SIU, as well as uh, the local, um, at the local level in terms of K through 12. That's a great question. And we've been fortunate enough, again, to have the participation and support and leadership of tremendous um, key stakeholders in the Southern Illinois region, 
In particular, Dr. Austin Lane, the chancellor of SIU, uh, is serving as a co-chair of the Education and Workforce Development Task Force, in addition to Kathy Lively, who's the CEO of Mantracon Workforce Development. And together, they have put together an amazing group of leaders in the K through 12 and community college, higher education uh, arena. Um, And we're planning a strategic session to identify goals and areas where we can work together to eliminate silos and work towards common goals together. And Jennifer, about the bigger businesses in in the Southern Illinois area, what has their role been in SI now? Well, I think just um, grabbing their oar and coming to the table because um, the institutions and the workforce development people who are getting the dollars from Department of Labor to do apprenticeships and to learn how to work VR uh, into your uh, training, they need to hear what do the businesses need? Is it a skilled worker problem? Is it an entry level problem? You know, is it uh, lack of math skills? Is it lack of transportation, lack of childcare? What is keeping people from being their best employee and working at a better than livable wage? And so when you have the business talking to the people that are creating the programming, it's gonna be a much stronger outcome because otherwise it's anecdotal and it's speculative. Mm -hmm. But when the businesses can say, here is our experience, and here's where our industry is going in the future. You know, manufacturing, people may have a negative opinion of some of the automation, but if the automation takes physical strain off human bodies and opens a door for, guess what, a whole new industry, which is programming, building, and maintaining cobots and robots that is not a physically strenuous thing, then that's a win. But we, if we don't know about it, we don't know about it. That, that's a phenomenal answer. I mean, the future is always evolving. And how has SI Now, um, Sarah, I'll ask you this question. Okay. How has SI Now um, looking toward that future of, e- of evolving toward that um, robot and cobot uh, world that we're going to go into? Yeah, I think that Jennifer just made a great point about um, just working hand in glove with the key stakeholders in these various industries, ensuring that our right and left hand are talking. Um, So that means our workforce development and education, working with the big businesses and understanding where the projected staffing needs are, where innovation is going and ensuring that we're ready um, to meet those needs. What have been, both of you can answer this one, what are some of the challenges that SIU has had, not SIU, but SI, um, Southern Illinois, has had in the past um, that maybe has made them not work to their full potential um, that they can be in 2021 and beyond? So when I think about who's doing economic development, groups like the group that I work for, I think they have a lot of technical expertise. They're very good about getting large multi-million dollar funding for things that, you know, are very um, behind the curtain, you know, infrastructure, roads, water, sewer, the super not sexy stuff. Um, What I think, where I think SI Now and why I love being a part of the marketing side, what this group can bring to the table is A, that sexy marketing side, that ability to have 
the great pictures and graphics and imagery that, you know, people who are in a governmental role that are used to writing 650 page grants, that's not really their normal wheelhouse. Um, But we need that component. We need that sales piece, if you will, so that we can continue to have a need for more infrastructure to grow business. So I think you have that. And then just um, what the committees and the at-large group has done is just bring a lot of different people to the table, try to get some new voices there, and try to get um, people who need each other uh, in the same conversation. I think there was a lot of work being done in a lot of areas, and this is just really not looking to replace that work. It's filling gaps. It's trying to make it cohesive. And half the time, you know, it might just be a referral to somebody who's already doing the work. Yeah, just to add to that, one key component of SI Now, an integral component, is seeking the guidance from successful business owners here in Southern Illinois and seeking the input from the business community at large um, in terms of what they want and need from an economic development uh, initiative. And I think, you know, peer-to-peer goes a long way. Um, We can, if somebody needs technical understanding of how to utilize an enterprise zone, we can do that. That's Mm -hmm. not a problem. But if somebody wants to talk to another company in a similar related industry who has had success here, that's that's a hard match make without groups like SI Now. This way we can say, okay, you want to bring, you know, a media group? Well, we know somebody here who has done well with that. And we can get that conversation started. So you can ask them the really hard questions, you know, how is it to hire? How is it to deal with taxes? How, you know, are these negatives that people love to spin, are they true or are they not? Right, and that leads me to this question of the state of Illinois as the government entity. Um, How are you guys going to combat different things that might harm business development in Southern Illinois? Um, How's SI now going to, help those businesses and and help the tourism come in, even if the state of Illinois is having issues with uh, what Southern Illinois needs and wants. I think that a lot of it is negative messaging and it's become pervasive and it's hard to combat even if it isn't necessarily accurate. Um, But I think that what we've um, really been trying to push out and share in terms of education is just how great it is to do business here in Southern Illinois and all of the um, the perks, the incentives, the opportunities, including the low cost of living that um, really are, are reasons why business owners are choosing to operate here and stay here. And it, it goes back to um, our goal of connecting prospective business owners, those who are interested in relocating here or expanding here with successful um, businesses here so that they can learn, you know, how, how is it that people are doing so well here? And um, really, I would say one of the key goals of SI Now is to um, help, help businesses prosper here, whether that's prospective businesses or supporting existing businesses. And we're fortunate. We have um, somebody in the group who has hotels in multiple states who can tell you 
things wash out. You know, one cost might be different, Mm -hmm. but it washes out. We have somebody on our team that has multiple car dealers in multiple states. He will tell you the same story. Mm -hmm. And if you want to get super in the weeds, like I have a friend who has a gym in a neighboring state. Well, they don't have the same property tax, but she um, has to pay a tax on all of the equipment in the gym, Mm -hmm. not just when she buys it, but every year. And it's depreciating and it's breaking down. And it's, you know, at some point going to have to be replaced, but she's taxed on it every year. That's not a personal property tax that we have. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you know, apples to apples, this tax to this. But when you wash it all out, it's not a big difference. Truly, I believe most of it is just messaging um, and strategic marketing from other states. Yeah. um, You know, when I met Jeff Gleam, the new director of the Alumni Association for SIU, and uh, we had a good chuckle because he said that when he gives his background, people almost act like he's too good to be here and they want to know, like, is there a scandal? Is there like, what's how? And I said, Jeff, we just don't think we deserve you. And, and I say that in that, you know, sometimes we don't have our own swagger and our own pride of place. You know, we um, may downplay our assets and our positives. Let's get to the personal level. What is your, um, Sarah, what is your favorite part about living in Southern, Southern Illinois? That's a great question. Um, and I was, I was just sharing with you before we started recording that I was born and raised in Carbondale, uh, moved away for many years for school, jobs, um, wasn't in the plan to move back. Uh, but upon becoming a parent, my husband and I decided that this was where we wanted to raise our kids. And one reason behind that is we had a great experience growing up here. We wanted the same type of experience for our kids. But also I realized that I think I've lived in five or six different cities and every time I came back to visit my family here, I realized that I could just breathe here. And I know that's not um, especially descriptive, but I think that it does describe just the, um, the sense of peace that people have here in Southern Illinois. Um, I think it's both due to how how beautiful it is here, but also the type of people who live here and the community. Uh, it's just a really special place, a welcoming, um, diverse, and community-oriented place. How about you, Jennifer? Well, it's been a great place to raise my daughters, one of which just graduated SIU and the other that is in college and at least 50% of them will plant roots here. I can't say about the younger one at this point, but um, the pace is good. I do like, you know, we used, I used to joke with my um, family in the northern lands of Chicago that, you know, oh gosh, school's in session. My commute's going to go from seven minutes to 14 minutes, and they would just, <laughs> ugh, you know. Um, but also the biggest thing in this, this effort is just right in line with this, and that is there are doers here. There are worker bees. And I have been in other communities where there were um, talkivists, not activists, and they expected to roll out a plan for the people beneath them to implement. And I see here that even the people with the big titles 
and the big salaries are worker bees and they are willing to give of their time, talent, expertise, and knowledge to make it a better place. What makes that heartbeat of Southern Illinois happen? Like, is it something in the water or is it uh, uh, just a mentality since you're you're a local here, Sarah? I totally agree with that description. I mean, truly, I think that Southern Illinoisans are just oriented to roll up their sleeves and to get the job done. I'm not sure if it's something in the water, although we do have excellent water here. (laughs) (laughs) My dad will be happy with that, me saying that. Um, I think it's the one place our humility pays off. You know, we we don't always walk around tacking big talk, but no no job is too little for us. You know, we're not too good for things. Mm -hmm. We'll get it done. We'll be at the can drive and we'll paint paws on the road and we'll sell peanut, you know, we'll, we'll do all the things that it takes to fund projects that we care about. I totally agree that it's about the humility. On a personal note, I, I went to Carbondale Community High School and uh, played sports and never thought twice about what I wore to school. I think most of the time I was in some sort of sports hoodie. And then I went to college and realized that there were you know, brand names and people put a lot of thought into what they were buying. And it just, it was so eye-opening. And I, I realized how grateful I was for the type of upbringing that I got here in Southern Illinois, um, that we all uh, just had the opportunity to um, not even think about those types of things. And again, I think it, it goes back to that humility. All right, I'm gonna give you both a magic wand. You have one wish of what you could accomplish within the next 30 days. What would that wish be? Oh man, I want a broadband magic wand because we've learned through COVID the importance of being able to learn remote, work remote, and do telemedicine. And if I could have a magic wand, my magic wand would deploy that because I think it it not only would make us better what we have today, but it gives us the opportunity to grow and to get competitive in a number of uh, entrepreneurial ways that maybe we're not quite there yet. How about you? I think it's hard to counter broadband. I mean, that is going to be the key for our future success in all arenas. Absolutely. I mean, living in rural areas, I'm so lucky with some of the companies out there that have been that have are able to work with internet out in Alto Pass. So I'm very blessed that I can still do this podcast with broadband. I can't imagine some of the communities that don't have it. Broadband is so important to education with Zoom and going on, and it's just uh, so crucial for that to happen. Uh, the next question I have for you guys is. There's a business, let's just say they're in Champaign, Illinois, and they might be willing to locate to Southern Illinois. What is your guys' pitch for them to come to Southern Illinois to do business or to create that brick and mortar store? I think we have uh, a very good welcome wagon in that what they need, if they ask, we will find a way. And that can be removing barriers and obstacles Um, working through regulatory burdens, things like that. Um, Or it can be, you know, finding employees, finding suppliers. 
Um, I know we had a business relocate here at the end of 2020, and they had a really strong focus on using women and minority vendors. And that wasn't, at the time, a ready-made list. We had some sketches and some ideas, but um, we were able to connect them, not just here's some names. We made introductions so that they could find people that they wanted to do business with. And then what would be your pitch for that business? Yeah, I think going off of Jennifer's response here in Southern Illinois, you're one cup of coffee away from the decision makers. You're one cup of coffee away from the people who will roll up their sleeves and do what needs to be done to make sure that you're successful. Ladies, I want to thank you so much for your time. This has been such an incredible interview, and I want to um, just thank you for this initiative, Southern Illinois. Um, It's going to be a brighter place after this initiative, and I can't wait to see the results coming in from this initiative. So I I thank you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. And if we can ask one thing of the audience. Absolutely. If they are sharing good news or anything positive, we don't want to miss it. If they could just add the hashtag Southern Illinois Now, it will then aggregate into our wheelhouse so that we can hopefully reshare, repost, or use that content. We're, We're trying to keep our eyes open, but we need more scouts. Absolutely. If you could just help us share what's good about living in Southern Illinois, working here and doing business, we'd really appreciate it. You heard that, Meet the 618. Uh, Anytime you see a can drive, anytime you see a business has a line out that door, hashtag Southern Illinois now. Let's let's help Southern Illinois grow because if we're all growing, uh, then we're going to be in that uh, high seas, as Jennifer said. So uh, thank you, Jennifer. Thank you, Sarah, so much. This has been great. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Meet the 618. I can't wait for the latest episode to showcase everything Southern Illinois has to offer.